Hello, welcome to another fun episode of the Talent Takeover Unfiltered. So as you listen to, you know, how you can be resilient at work, we're going to talk about the characteristics that you can embody. What do you think about this one, Taylor? Ooh, I love this one. The characteristics that resilient people embody. I think that half the people probably don't even know they embody these characteristics and are going to be like, oh, well, shit, I'm actually a little bit more resilient than I thought. So I think this one's going to be really insightful for a lot of our listeners. And don't forget to stay on and listen to the Broke to Boss tip of the week. I always, always say it's going to be a good one, but I'm like, that's a broken record. They're all, you know what I mean? I love this shit. So I'm like, of course, I think they're good. But I also would love to know if there's any that stand out to anybody, definitely reach out to us. If there's any Broke to Boss tips that you're like, whoa, that was really insightful or that was a game changer for me. We'd love to hear from you guys. I mean, so I hope that, I'm sorry, as I already interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I hope that, um, you know, they get the chills like we do. Like I always talk about like, Ooh, I get the money chills, but like I got all sorts of stuff like when we're talking, cause it's just not only so relatable, but it's things that you're like, Oh my God, I didn't even think about duh. Like, it's like, that's yeah. that aha moment. That's the cool shit. Yeah, so. I literally just got chills when you said that because I love having those moments. I mean, I've well, we've talked about it. We both get chills a lot, but I love mm -hmm. having those moments where it's like, oh, I didn't even think about it that way, or I've never that's a completely different perspective that was super insightful. And like I said, some of these tips, um, it'll be or the characteristics, I should say, it's interesting to as I was reading through these, like I had no idea that that was a, a characteristic of someone who's resilient. And so I think that's where a lot of our listeners will probably take away from this. So I'll yeah. get right into it so people can kind of see what we're talking about. So um, welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long-underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road characteristics that resilient people embody. So having a realistic sense of control over one's choices and an understanding of limitations over such control. Ah, okay. So this goes into um, what I was doing, the emotional intelligence training, like of basically being okay and resilient through whatever happens. So people had a really hard time understanding this because they said, well, what if you cannot control it? For example, um, you get an accident, you get sick, you cannot control those things. However, you can control how you react and respond to a situation, how you don't let it get you down, how you move forward, how, you know, all of those things you can control, but it's- Yeah, difficult. yeah, well, it's accept the things that you cannot change, the courage mm -hmm. of saying, change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Right. Nice. So, um, it's, it's one of those things that I feel like it's really hard for people to do to say, except that, okay, I can't change that situation. So I'm not going to stress about it. That goes back to the whole mm -hmm. mental aspect of it, you know, to, to know what's within your control to change and let go of what's not. Yeah. So I think of, um, being like a spin doctor, you know, with your mind sometimes kind of like mind fucking yeah. yourself, but like, is that healthy? I, oh, I, I think, you know what? Yeah, good. I think it is. I was going to say, yeah. I think it's totally healthy. I think, I think anything that's like a, a positive mindset, even if you're, it's oh. like, okay, well, that was supposed to happen that way. What's meant yeah. for you is meant for you. I think that's a survival tactic. And in, in my is. opinion, 
you have to be able to pull your mind out of these places and know that like, okay, I can't change it. There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to move on. Why stress about something that you can't fix? Why give yeah. it your energy? Agreed. Okay. So then let me hit with on the other side because I have, I have two feelings on this, but okay. you know, when you can't change something and mm -hmm. you know that it's, that it just, it happened is what it is. Do you still think that you need to talk about it or do you still, or you feel like, Hey, I'm just going to move on. Like this happened. I'm going to move on and I'm going to go forward because the more I dwell, it's not healthy. Or are you going to say, Hey, actually the more you sweep things under the rug, that's not healthy either. Yeah. I think you know this about me by now. I'm not a sweeper under the rug type person. Like I actually feel better talking some shit out, even if I can't change it. Um, I think it's one of those things. It's like here, here, somebody hearing you out or hearing your perspective and you hearing theirs agreeing to disagree. Cause I think this is obviously the question situational, you know, mm -hmm. on, sure. do you just keep rolling forward or do you, and, and sweep it under the rug or do you address it? And most things in life for me, I'd rather just talk about it and get to a place of not agreement, but understanding. And it's like, mm -hmm. if we can get to a place of understanding, whether it's personal, professional, I just feel better. I feel lighter. And it's like, okay, whatever happens from here happens from here. But I definitely, I'm not one that I'm like, let's have this conversation. That's me. That's my mentality is let's have the conversation and then let's move forward. But mm -hmm. I definitely, I definitely like to have the conversation. What about you? Yeah. Um, I go both ways and it depends on, uh, I think if it's personal or professional and right. I go to a situation where I had a personal thing, you know, I had a, a my, was my best friend since I was like, I don't know, eight, she actually married my cousin <laughs> and, um, oh. I know yeah, it's quite a story, but I was like, I think I hit like 24, 25 where I was just not okay with certain behavior. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you just kind of grow up and it's like, yeah, you grow up or you don't. Right. And I was like, that's not okay with me. And even though like her and I had a fine relationship, she didn't treat people very well. And it was that moment where I'm like, why am I okay with this? It's not affecting me, but yet it affects so many other people that I know I, I, I like and, you know, stuff like that. And so I just had enough and she wanted to have this drawn out conversation, but I also knew her really well to the fact that I didn't feel she was self-aware, nor did I feel the psychological safety to have that conversation mm -hmm. because I yeah. knew it was going to be a confrontational, like boxing match, you know? And yeah. I, I think that's the issue. And I think, um, you know, just even like, like work, like with, with some individuals you want to help, you want to steer in the direction, but are they listening? Are they hearing you? Are they listening to understand or are they just present in the room? You know? So it's, it's interesting. You, what, what battles are we going into? You know that, well, that goes back to like exactly what we were just, it's totally situational, you know, yeah. like, like you said at work, if there is a situation where it's like, you've tried to have the conversation. And like you said, the with regards to your friend, if somebody's lacking that self-awareness, that conversation is going to be pushing a rock uphill. It's going to get you nowhere. So it's like, that is a moment where I just, you've tried, why waste the energy? Why waste the time? If it will literally get you nowhere because the person on the receiving end of it or on the other end of the conversation is just never going to help you get to that place of understanding. Like I said, like, yeah. that's what I need out of a conversation. But I, I do find that I don't really have a lot of people in my life that I can't have just have the conversation with because I That's it's, good. you're lucky. Yeah. Well, like you mm -hmm. mentioned your friend that you were like, enough is enough. I've, I've, I've cut people off for stuff like that, where it's like, it's too exhausting. It's just too mentally, emotionally draining. It's like, it's not worth it, you know? So mm -hmm. I'll just, that'll be, those are ones I guess I sweep under the carpet where I'm just like, it's, it's just kind of done. I'm going to phase this person out of my life because we'll never get to a place of understanding and then things will never change. And I'm not happy with the way things are, you know? So mm -hmm. it's one of the, that is one situation and scenario where 
I definitely would sweep it under the carpet. But again, I don't, I don't typically have those relationships in my life because I do, that's something I need to be able to talk through something, get to a place of understanding and then move on. Yeah, for sure. But you have to actually move on, which actually I think brings you to your next one really nicely. Yeah. So seeing change as an opportunity or challenge. I mean, that is one of the ones, the mindset that everything we've been talking about with mindset, but that's a big one for me is when things, I mean, we all know life is a motherfucker. It just, <laughs> God dang, you know? I like that it's like, a woman too. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a bitch. It's a motherfucker. You know, it's one of those things that I am just like, man, if you really wanted to get down on every negative thing, I mean, even reading the news will stress me out sometimes because yeah, it's just so bad. It. So it's mm -hmm. one of those things that it's like, okay, how do you view this? Do you view this as a opportunity or a challenge? Um, and you know, I think back to one of the, one of the moments I had at work that was, God, I must've been like seven years ago or so a long time ago where, you know, I was in an organization that um, we had a lot of turnover for mm -hmm. a lot of different reasons, but um, turnover specifically in this one department that it was like, okay, am I going to see this as an opportunity to, you know, see what other people on the team are capable of and, you know, upskill them? Or am I mm -hmm. going to see this as a challenge and really get down on the scenario? And it's like, that goes back to, that's not what, that's not something I can change. I can't change it. So I'm not going to stress about it. I'm going to choose to view this as an opportunity versus a challenge. So mindset. As, as you should. Exactly. It's how you spin that. It goes back to the spin doctor. So yeah, I love change. Um, I love people telling me that I can or cannot do something, you know, because it's like, all right, I'll show you. Like, I I, I got that. Um, and I even think that sometimes like, uh, you know, like right now I'm, I'm doing some more biz dev stuff and I haven't done that in a long time, um, which I'm very fortunate for, right? Um, and it's like, okay, uh, let's just go through this really quickly. This is something that I have to do. And, and it might be challenging because I haven't done it in a while and, and we'll just move forward. And yeah, like when you're doing biz dev stuff, there there's nose, there's crickets, there's like all sorts of stuff, but it's like, it's a challenge and it's a fun one. If you frame it like that, well, and I like, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say as a business yeah. owner for you and all these businesses that you've started, I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong, because I obviously don't know, but that kind of would have to be your mentality because shit is just like in startups and stuff's changing so quickly and all that. I feel like if you had the the opposite mentality where you viewed everything as a challenge, like you would never have been a successful business owner. Oh yeah. You can't take anything too seriously. You can't like the mindset, like I could send out, let's say like a hundred messages to someone. And if I'm like in a mood, it's not, even though it's the same message and no one knows I'm in a mood, right? It's cyber yeah, yeah. It's like, it's for some reason, they smell that stinky cheese. They just do. I think like what you put out there is what you get. Um, and that goes back to the visualizing thing. So love the change, love the challenge. Let's, let's do the next one. Love that. Yeah. So I think this one, this one's kind of obvious, so we don't need to spend too much time on this, but having secure attachments with others, the ability to engage their support friendships, like People that are resilient, they have friendships, they lean on people for support. I don't think mm -hmm. it's healthy or a sign of resilience to internalize things and just to always be like, I got this shit, I'll figure it out, I'll handle it. Everybody mm -hmm. needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody they can talk to, whether it's a executive coach or a spouse or whatever, friends, coworkers, you need someone you can talk to. So I think that's a pretty obvious one that resilient people your social networks help you push through in situations. Um, one of the other ones I love personal goals. Mm. Who knew that was a characteristic of a resilient person, but it is personal goals. You have to. And then you, you have your mega goals and you have your micro goals. For a long time, I did not operate in micro goals. I only had mega goals. 
and it just you know it, it's it's challenging it's um you don't feel like you're you're hitting anything it's just like you're in this big realm and you're like trying to chase it and you're like in quicksand it's like it's awful so i know like a few years ago i finally was like wait what am i doing i need to have micro goals to get here uh it was such a game changer for me yeah absolutely i think it's like okay well and i how i was telling you earlier about the goals that i have it's like okay well i've got these goals and if something that happens it's like that didn't i just pivot now you know, I don't look at it as a setback ever. Like I will just pivot. It's like, okay, I thought I was going to take step A, then go to B, then mm -hmm. go to C, but it's fine. I'm going to pivot and I'll still get back to C. So I always, I do always view things like that. Like the course may change, but the goal stays the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can have a different plan all the time, but there's always another plan just yesterday. So um, I've talked about this before, but I have post-it notes on my monitors. I have like about three actually of the different goals or my affirmations or whatever I, I want. I always like to have five goals at once. And um, just yesterday, I'm looking at this post-it and it was like a July goal. and I just didn't get there. Like there was just not even time to engage in that goal. And I was like, shit. So I just grabbed it down because I was like, nope, that's demoralizing. Got to take those off. I'm, And then I'm going to take uh, probably today or tomorrow and think of my August goal and just be like, you know what? Let's scratch that. We're good. I don't need to see it. I don't keep it. The only goals that I keep is um, at the beginning of every year, I have like my five mega goals and those I do keep with like my, the, the dates on it and all that stuff. And I like to reflect because I do think that you still need to, you don't want to beat yourself up over things, but you also have to keep yourself like self-awareness right hey yeah. what did i do what did i did not do was that crazy to have that goal how am i going to move forward i love that you kind of reevaluate those versus like rolling one goal into the next month like oh i didn't like you were saying with july i didn't get there let me just make that august goal it's like no reevaluate is that actually an obtainable goal is it what you need to be focused on right now i love that you reevaluate your goals continuously i think that's a good practice yeah you have to and then this one, I think this one, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you know, this is already us all day long. So we got this shit down, but have a strong sense of humor. I love that one. I had no idea that that's a characteristic of a resilient person to have a strong Nailed sense it. of humor. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, you know, just, I, I, a few weeks ago we were talking and we have this, I didn't realize how similar our sense of humor was in like all different like aspects, but I don't, I don't know if you tripped or I tripped, but we were talking about how like you fell or was the time you split your pants, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a, you're like, I'll, I'll tell like, that story. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of look around, you're like, is no one laughing right now? Like you're almost like, I'm insulted. If I laugh, I mean, if I fall and no one's laughing around me, I'm insulted. I'm like, hello, this is funny. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for when people fall. Like, that's my thing that if I see those videos or whatever, like, I'll laugh because it's like an uncomfortable laughter. But yeah, it was actually, it was when I split my pants open at um, jury duty. Uh, and I'll save that for a, a, for another episode to tell everybody the story. But yeah, I was like, I was dying laughing and people were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, it's funny. Yes. Like, my whole ass cheek is out. Like, how are you not dying right now at jury duty? So it's like... <laughs> I don't know how you wouldn't laugh at that, but yeah, I think strong sense of humor is huge. Um, and that goes with having an optimistic outlook, which is another characteristic, um, patience. And then this one, high level of adaptability. That's a good one. That's like the change thing that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to overcome and adapt. And I think that's probably one of the more obvious characteristics of a resilient person is the ability to overcome and adapt to situations. But, um, not having, I think this is more for our world or startups or for you, a business owner, but there's so much change that I don't know how anybody in this day and age could not have 
some of the adaptability characteristic in them. You know, with COVID, with every, we've all had yeah. so many just changes. You have to be adaptable. I was just thinking that, and I actually think that um, I don't want to tangent on these layoffs too much because you're. I think people already know how I feel about this, but we saw that actually a lot of companies are not adaptable. Yeah, like they they changed after COVID, but then didn't do any better. It's like, what do you mean? You guys changed course. You saw what happened. You saw yourselves fall on these swords. Lots of other companies, and now we have other companies doing it too. And that just meant you didn't adapt. You were not paying attention. Yeah. I think for companies as a whole, being adaptable for individuals, being adaptable. I mean, that's a huge one for resilience. Mm -hmm. I think that's just yeah. kind of, that's one of the more obvious ones to me. Um, but I'm leads us beautifully into our broke to boss tip of the week. Um, when building resilience, you're raising the hood and tinkering with the processes of your own internal engine. Yeah, so that's like more of one of those insightful tips, not a do this or do that or call uh -huh. to action. But it's just knowing that when building your resilience, you're raising the hood and you're tinkering with the processes of your own internal engine. Raising the hood. That's just like self-awareness. But that yeah. was nice. Well, done. it's like do some maintenance. Do some maintenance yeah. on yourself, kind of viewing your your body, your mindset, everything is an engine and doing, you know, you do your monthly maintenance, annual, whatever anybody needs to do, but doing the maintenance on your own internal engine. I love that because we talk about do it like on the physical sense, but it's like all about your mind. It's like, yep. why do we take so much care of our body and not our mind? There's no, yes. you can't just switch brains. I mean, right. maybe one day, I hope to be frozen, but <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you will with all this Botox. <laughs> hey, I, you know me. I did a whole video about it, so I'm a fan of. I, I'm going for the frozen look. Nice, good for you. I think of Elsa and Anna. <laughs> but I, I want, I want listeners to know. First of all, thank you for listening. Um, we've gotten so many cool, just like you know, um, reviews and and had a girls, uh, but also like you know, um, things and subjects that they want us to touch. And and we're all over that. You know, I think that the talent world in general, we have so many things to accomplish and so many things to do. But I want listeners to know that I actually do not read your broke to boss tip. I wait for it in here. We try to be as authentic as possible. And I got to tell you, Taylor, you just nail them every single time. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. You just gave me chills. Thank you. No, I. <laughs> I I prep. I'm a prepper, but then I love uh, it. You, you prep. Yeah. They change organically too. And that's even better. It's like if, if something comes up in the conversation that is a give me chills moment, I'm like, ooh, that's the broke to boss tip. Not this other shit mm -hmm. I wrote down. This is the stuff that like that gives me chills and is a game changer for me. How can it not help others in the same way? So agreed. Knowledge is power. It is indeed. It is indeed. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate y'all. Always. All right. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye, y'all.